Are you a man looking for an intensive program to help you overcome sexually addictive behaviors? Gateway to Freedom is your answer. Gateway to Freedom is a three-day workshop for men seeking to overcome any destructive sexual habits. Whether married, single, or divorced, Gateway to Freedom will help men regain hope for a new life of purity and real contentment. The workshop is conducted by experts in the field of sexual addiction recovery with decades of combined experience. Read testimonials of workshop alumni at gatewaymen.com. Get all the info and register online at gatewaymen.com or call 1-800-49-PURITY. Hi, my name is Jonathan, and I'm the founder of the Gateway to Freedom Workshop. I want to invite you to join us at our next workshop coming up December 7th through the 9th in Texas in the peaceful Rolling Hill Country. So call us today at 1-800-49-PURITY. That's 1-800-497-8748 or visit gatewaymen.com. Good day, radio listeners. Welcome to this edition of the Pure Sex Radio Broadcast. We are glad that you've decided to join us today. My name is Jonathan, and I'm here with my good buddy, Stephen Cervantes. So how are you doing, Stephen? I'm blessed today. God is good. He's faithful. He's actually in our studio, you know? Oh, absolutely. And uh, when I come to be broken, it's like a sacred place where men are called to a higher purpose. And that's really our talk today also. Yeah, So I just want to let you know, listeners, you know, we're coming to the end of another year. And of course, uh, being a nonprofit ministry, uh, we rely exclusively on uh, donations to be able to make it through and continue our programming and continue to reach people with the good news of Jesus Christ and to help them deal with all the various sexual brokenness manifestations in their lives and, and pursue sexual wholeness. And so if you believe in what we're doing, if you have been blessed, if you would like to see us continue to reach out and connect with more lives and help more families and more individuals to be able to live out uh, God's design in their lives, uh, please consider giving a generous year-end donation, or even better, just consider coming along as a monthly partner. You can do that by going to puresexradio.com and either clicking on the Become a Patron link or the Donate button at the top of the page. We are so grateful to so many of you that have been partners over the years and continue to support this outreach because that's the only way that we can continue to do what we are doing here. So thank you. Uh, Stephen, we are going to kind of get down to brass tacks here, right, as the saying goes, and say, guys, this is for men out there. We're going to call them to step up their game, huh? You got it. So I'm listening to this podcast. It's by a female, Debbie Millman, and she's talking about finding a job. And she has these nine Now, wait principles. a second. Hold on for a second. Are you looking for a job, or <laughs> do we need to be worried no, about that? Uh... <laughs> I just don't want to not give somebody credit for these questions. 
are borrowed from another program. And so I just want to be I just want to know why honest. you're listening about finding a job. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just listening to a lot of podcasts. And this they're interviewing this woman that's very successful. They're interviewing all these leaders, okay? Mm-hmm. And so I wrote down her questions. I thought, man, I want to apply these to sexual integrity and personal growth and recovery work. So we have nine questions. And... Um, I'm just going to ask them. And so the point would be, if you could find one of these, if you get caused, if you get called to step up your game, or if one of these causes you to step up your game, mission accomplished. Nine questions. Think about one of these questions. And and just for clarity, the game being, you know, pursuing greater integrity, pursuing sexual wholeness, right? That's right. Through exactly. recovery or whatever else. Yeah, and we had this big discussion. Are we talking about the, are we talking about recovery work? Are we talking about sexual integrity work? Are we talking about purity? Are we talking about emotional growth, personal growth? You know, healthy living, uh, being more Christ-like. What are we talking about? All of it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it all blends somewhere in this process, yeah. all these things. So number one, am I spending enough time looking for, finding, and working on? So, I mean, there's actually three things there. But are you looking for good material? Are you on the lookout for material? I mean, there, uh, there's podcasts. I mean, I hear guys tell me all the time, I heard this new podcast, mm-hmm. and it's challenging me to integrity. I got a new app, and it's, they're checking. Yeah. You understand? I'm, lo- I'm, a, I'm a man that's looking for, for ways to help myself grow. I think this is key because, um, so I've got three teenagers. They're all in high school. And one of the things that has come up, quite often through their entire sort of educational career is this difference between um, learning for the test Mm. and learning how to learn. Yeah. Because guess what? Uh, I don't mean to get sidetracked and we're not going to go down this rabbit hole, but much of our education system is learning for the test. But that doesn't teach you how to learn. Right. And so what you're saying here is, man, are you somebody who is learning how to learn? Do you ha- are you looking for, are you continuing to say, one, I have areas that I'm recognizing that need growth, and so yeah. therefore I'm going to go pursue materials and resources and environments and people that are going to help me yes. in that growth area. Because what is that man going to do? He's going to find another man. He's going to share that with. Mm-hmm. When you're looking and finding, then the next thing you're doing is sharing. Because you're probably not going home and hoarding. You're, you're having lunch with somebody, talking to somebody, hey, what are you doing? I'm looking. I'm looking. And then the second part is finding. Mm. Because I tell you what, there are guys that, that say, you know, I'm looking, and they'll read the first part, and they'll put the book down. But they're not finding yeah. tools. They're not finding and grabbing. Maybe they like to look around and flip around, but they're not deepening themselves by finding so material. if I hear you right, you're saying um, looking for is sort of like lifting your head and looking around and saying, what's out there? Mm-hmm. Finding, it sounds like you're saying dig in yes. to what you see, right? And then working is the next one. Stay at it. Yeah. Start a, start a program. Do some step work. Do some chapters in a book. Or, read or, a whole article from beginning to end. Listen to a po- three podcasts, five podcasts. Or another thing might be like, okay, so let's say you go visit a group, right? Yes. 
stay with it for there you at go. least three months or yes. something like that. You know, good. So look, find, and work. Are you doing those three things? Because I'll tell you what, there are guys that would show up in our group, and they would they they were looking for a group, and they would find us, and these guys told us biblical answers. And they said, this is how you fix the struggle. And they, they just spouted Bible, and then they were gone. After two meetings, we never saw them again. Mm-hmm. They talked the whole time. They had all the Bible answers, but they were not willing to do the work. Right. They just wanted to show up and have something to say. And it's like, these are three important pieces. And that is so important to recognize. I'm glad you brought that up because I think, you know, we're talking about, you know, stepping up your game, right? Well, part of that is also then recognizing where have I kept um, my growth? You know, have I have I really put my growth in my head or have I put my growth in my feet? Mm. Because I think of it this way. There's a lot of people who claim faith, and they think that it's by the amount of knowledge they have in their head. When mm. I think God actually measured it by where are your feet going, how much footwork are you putting into, like, obedience to all of that head knowledge is mm. far more beneficial than simply saying, oh, I can spout the right answer here. I know the right answer. Right. My life doesn't reflect it, but hey, I know the right answer. <laughs> so it's like, no, you got to actually live and it. And those guys are sound interesting and fun, but only for one or two <laughs> exactly, sessions. Then it's yeah. like, give me the depth of benigging at it. You know, yeah. it's like next. So the second question is, are you constantly being refined or working to improve your skills mm. mm-hmm. so that I'm, I am growing. I'm being refined. I know that's the mission. I have to get better. And I've accepted that the way to do it is one step at a time to improve my skills. How do you do it? Mm-hmm. You do it. It's what you said, one step at a time. You got to walk forward. You got to walk it out. You got to walk through, right? So let's talk about this just for a minute because I can imagine some of these guys out there going, okay, what are the skills? So maybe we can just rattle off a few things that are like, hey, you know, when it comes to being a man of integrity, a man who's pursuing sexual wholeness, uh, well, one, one of those skills is making sure you've got uh, good boundaries to be able to say, I'm, I'm living within mm. what God's design is. So listen, it's assessing your your television and movie watching and what you're doing on the internet and there's skill there to be able to say i need to have those boundaries there's also skill in pursuing god time in the word time time worshiping with others prayer um there's obviously the accountability elements of hey i need to press into a group and really begin to learn what it means to be mentored and to actually have men who are walking alongside me Uh, confession is another skill so i'm I'm rattling off a lot here um, but I think, you know, continuing to look at what those skills are and where That's you're great. where you're most deficient is going to be able to help you say, okay, maybe for this next month, man, that's the one area I'm really going to focus on. And that's, I think, what you're saying here is yeah. am I willing to go after improving those skills? So, so I want to plug our material now. Mm-hmm. You have a book, Grace-Based Recovery. Yeah. So if somebody wanted to learn some skills, there's nine chapters you said. There are nine lessons. Those are nine skills, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I have a workbook called 40 Days to Oneness. Yeah. It's under my name at Amazon. If you want to work on something, right, you get a book. Yeah. You get a resource. Mm-hmm. What else would you plug right now as a resource you have? 
Well, we have our Pure Life Academy online training platform. Perfect. There's several courses on there. You so, want to do skill yeah. building? Yeah. So recommend one right now. Some guys out there going, what do I do? I go to Pure Life. What are you talking about? Oh, well, one of the courses is 40 Days to Purity. There you go. So, so just, you could sign up? And that's different from 40 Days to Oneness, by the way. Yes. Oneness is for marriage relationship. Good. 40 Days to Purity is for like just, hey, pursuing the purity. Yeah. So, so you could take sign up and daily you get the lesson. So so skill building, mm-hmm. right? You get material, you get in relationships, you get in group, you learn lessons, you try things. Um, what can I continue to do to get better? Right? And so let's talk about you and I. Can you get better? I hope so. And what can you continue to do? Because, I mean, you start the journey, right? And it looks like it's forever, right? In the mm-hmm. beginning, it's difficult. But but what what would you say now about this idea, continuing to get better? What does that mean to you? So I'll, I'll give it to you kind of in stages. Again, I, my, my world and my life seems to break down in my mind in seasons or stages. Okay. So if I look over the last 19 years, 19 plus, that I've been on this journey from sort of day one of my recovery to now, I would say that, listen, you know, that first stage was in terms of getting better was just like uh, getting pulled out of the ocean from drowning. <laughs> so there was mm. a there was a sense of, if I can put it this way, a lot of self-care that was needed and just trying to get better in terms of those boundaries and those kind of things. Then there was the stage of relationship rebuilding on all levels with my wife, with my church, with my family. And so there's a lot of relationship building about getting better as how do I how do I learn to relate better with in these relationships? Then there was the God moving me into ministry of really saying, okay, now how can I help other men get better in this area? I feel like the stage I'm in now is how can I invest all this experience into other leaders? Mm. So all of the, I think we're always going to be in process of getting better, but the That's manifestation good. of that can be different based on the stage that we're in. But but the question here is, what are you doing in the season you're in to continue to get to get better? How would you answer that question in terms of... Yeah, I was just thinking that. And I hope that every man out there is saying, yeah, I'm on a mission. And, I'm, and there's no end to this getting better growing, right? Being transformed, if you want a biblical word, right? The whole idea that at this stage, I still want to capture material and develop tools to help men. Mm -hmm. And you and I were talking about that before. Next year, what's the theme? Yeah, it's the emotional training for men. Emotional training, whole year of emotional training for men. I'm excited about that. Yeah. And so the whole idea, you want skills, we want to help you get those skills, right? Mm-hmm. And we're not the only show in town, right? Right. You got to be hungry. You got to be looking. You got to find one, skills and practice them. One other specific location that folks can go is our Pure Community website. It's purecommunity.org. And that's where we have all kinds of books and blogs and even other podcasts. And so if you're looking for, again, materials to help you grow in those skills and also just get better. That's a place to go as well. So the next question is about working hard. Mm. You know, it's funny because my dad was a hard worker. And so when you worked, you didn't mess around. He called John and what are you doing? You've been gone to the bathroom too long. Get back here. I mean, <laughs> it was like work, man, work, work, work. And, and so the question is, how were you trained as a worker? And do you understand work really? 
Yeah. Because they're guys that don't get work, right? Mm-hmm. They want to get by. There was this person I worked with once, and I said, hey, we got a meeting. And the response was, is it a mandatory meeting? Do I have to go? Because I don't go if they're not mandatory. Right. It's like, what? Yeah. It's training to get better. You want to just, you, are you positioned for life to coast to the end? You know? It's so. Uh, work hard. My my son is 16, and he's uh, he's really smart. Um, but he relies on that talent <laughs> a lot. And so there are times not hard work right? where there are time there are times where I will, you know, get he'll have a test or I'll get a report card or something like that. And and he'll be like, Well, I got an A and I, and my question is, but did you do your best? Yeah. So the idea is there's a difference between, you know, making it. Yeah. And actually saying, but did I work hard? Did I really actually do the best that I could do? Now, with that being said, if the best that you can do is a 70, it's okay, that's fine. You pushed yourself. You worked hard. So I want to say that because I don't want to think this is about the arbitrary standard that says all things are equal because you could have a person Mm -hmm. that has a high degree of talent that in a certain situation gets an A, let's say but they didn't do their best. You could have another person in that exact same environment that doesn't get the same grade, but they did their best. And I would say every day and twice on Sunday, I'll take that person that did their best, but didn't make the same grade Mm. because of the ethic, the work ethic, the sense of, and we we see that even in guys in ministry, don't we? You can almost tell the guys that come into a group. I, I mean, I've been doing this so long that now when a guy comes in the group, within a matter of about two or three meetings, I can tell this guy's going to make it or he's not. And it has nothing to do with talent. Mm. It has to do with this issue of like he's hungry. He's he's like, I want a difference and in my I'll life. I'll do the work. I want my life I'll to pay be different. The price. Yeah. I'll sacrifice. Yeah. I'll trouble myself to come. I'll... I'll do my readings. I'll answer questions. I'll I, participate. I have to tell this one story about a guy that really illustrates what we're talking about. So this was several years ago. There was a guy that lived all the way across town. Now, we live in San Antonio. And just so you know, San Antonio is geographically huge. Like, if you say you live across town in San Antonio, and, <laughs> and let's say, you know, we're up here on the northeast side of town, and he was on the southwest side of town, we're talking easily a one-hour drive, easily. If there's traffic, could be even more. He was coming up to our group on the northeast side of town. And one of the things that we that we asked is, because I asked him at one point in time, I said, you know, there's actually a church not too far from where you're at that's got one of the groups that's in our network. Why don't you go there? He says, I wanted to do something hard. I love that. He said, I wanted to do something that was going to be inconvenient for me to try to train myself to understand what recovery is really about. And I was like, high five, man. That's yeah. that's exactly what it's about. I love that line. Do something hard, yeah. right? Do something hard because it's discipline, it's training. We, we've done the easy. We're good at the easy. So he was not asking, is the meeting mandatory? He was actually, <laughs> he was actually saying, I'm not going to cut corners. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the difficult thing because oh, man. it's going to inconvenience me and remind me that sacrifice is necessary for change to happen. Mm. So the next question is, what can I do and what should I be doing? 
So I can do some things and get by. But to do the hard work, I really should push myself. Mm-hmm. So here's here's the way I would I would frame this. I remember years ago, uh, a good friend and a good mentor in my life actually said to me, said he was seeing that I was starting to get stretched in too many different directions. Mm. And he said, Jonathan, you know, just because you can do something doesn't mean you're called to do it. Oh, that's good. And that really helped frame my mind around, hey, there are a lot of things you might be able to Mm. do, but maybe there's only a few that you really need to be doing. Mm. And so I think in this question, I would almost almost submit to the guys out there, um, this is the idea of pushing yourself to focus. Because here's what I see a lot of guys do. They... They try to do everything. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read a group. I'm going to read a book. I'm going to go to that group. I'm going to see that counselor three times a week. I'm going to go over here and I'm going to, uh, you know, just fill in the blank with they're, they've, they're doing everything all at once. And they might be able to do all that, but it doesn't bring a sense of focus mm. to like, well, what should you really be doing? Uh, because sometimes they, they then start getting so overwhelmed with all of that, that then it's, detracting from them working on their relationships or detracting them from really connecting with God. And does that make sense? And then they get tired, overwhelmed, and you're more prone to quit when you've got 10 things to do instead of stay steady with three or four things. That's good. So so the next question is, what are other guys doing? Because check yourself against the the competition. yeah, that's a funny word, but what are other guys doing? I mean, we're men, right? We're in, if you're in recovery, what do guys do? Yeah, learn some apps and work some programs, and 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 right, don't just show up and leave, right? Yeah, but it, the whole idea of we're jostling to help one another to be better—it's almost like running in a pack, right? Now you might bump into me and all that, but but what's the point of staying close with other men in a pack? It's like I don't want you to get ahead of me. I'm moving, you're moving, I'm you're helping me get better. I'm helping you. You understand? Well, We're and you're good. protecting each other from predators, right? <laughs> <laughs> so so here's the thing. Uh Stephen didn't know I was gonna do this, but I have to commend you on this particular point because I've known you for a lot of years. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I've always appreciated about you is that you have enough humility to be a learner from other people. Mm. So you pursue this very well, the idea of, hey, what what is going on out there? What are other people doing? What are these other counselors doing? What are these other leaders doing? What are these other pastors doing? And you're able to glean from all of that. To be honest with you, radio listeners, y'all are beneficiaries of Stephen's insatiable desire to keep <laughs> learning from other people because the ideas <laughs> always you. land on this table at some point in time. But you know what I mean? It's like yeah. you have that that you want to continue to Learn find out what grow. what are other people doing, yeah. And it's funny how this works. This is such a God thing, because I'm listening to podcasts about different things, and I'm going, oh, that'll work in the ministry. Yeah. <laughs> write that down, write that, borrow that, and take it over here, because that's a, I mean, good principles work everywhere. It doesn't yeah, exactly. matter what the topic is. So I'm always thinking about how will that help a man? How do we capture that thought? I'm in a session, in a training session, and this quote comes up, and I'm saying, hey, this would be a good tweet for Jonathan. Yeah, so he texts me this quote, yeah. 
because I'm thinking that will multiply and minister, you know. But that's exactly what you're talking about. When we when we sort of run together like that, mm. it builds momentum for all of us. I think too many times we get we get a hoarder's mentality towards the knowledge and the grace and the yeah. And it's like no, no, no. If we can give all that away, oh god, it creates god. momentum for the whole group. And God gives us more. I have to confess. I was thinking I get a few ideas. I better hoard them. <laughs> Somebody's going to steal them. And it's like I gave them away, and God said, "I got more. Yeah. Go ahead, give those away. I got more. Go ahead. Um, what do you think? I mean, it's just like this flow now. I can't give them away fast enough." So it's funny how we think God that, that an infinite God has limitations, right? That is good. <laughs> so doing something every single day. Mm-hmm. You know what I appreciate about you? Every time we're at Gateway, he turns the light on, he gets his Bible out first thing in the morning. It's a given. Jonathan's going to wake up first, that's before me, and turn the <laughs> light on and get his Bible out. It's okay. I go to you bed know? before you, so that's why. <laughs> but I mean, I appreciate that because that that then kicks me into get your Bible, boy, and do, you know, he has a discipline that, you know, and it's mm-hmm. that encourage one another. It's a do one thing every day, do something yeah. on growth, on ministry, on recovery, on integrity. Do something every day. It's really critical for us as men. Well, I think that gets back to that question of, you know, what can I do versus what should I do? And I really do think that I really do believe God has actually constructed life to be simple. Sin is what makes it complicated. Sin is what creates chaos, right? Mm, But if you really think about what God has designed life to be, I love the way you actually put it years and years ago is when you think about God's original design, it was really that we were to run around naked in a garden mm. and enjoy him and his creation. So if you think about <clears throat> innocence, the right. simplicity Simpl- of life, yeah, it's really beauty. about Jesus boiled it down this way. He said, it's all about loving God and loving your neighbor. Yeah. So if you can think about one, maybe only two things that you say, these are the things that are non-negotiable for me every day. And I, I appreciate your blessing me. For me, time in the Word every day, and it's not a Bible study. It's like, I need to get time connected with my Savior through the Word mm-hmm. every day. That has been becoming non-negotiable in my life. And it, it creates a centeredness to each day, because it's like, hey, I've made that a stake in the ground that this is not optional. So on those days that I get up and I'm not feeling like it, guess what? I still get in the Word. It creates a discipline that moves my life in a certain way. And I think that it's helpful for what we're talking about here in terms of stepping up your game and mm-hmm. creating those disciplines. So we're, we, we're working to stay in great shape, mm-hmm. right? By design, to, to be fit, if you will, sexually fit, fit with integrity, um, and working on that every single day, working on fitness every single day, um, it's funny because I'm going to use a story here. I decided that um, I was going to shut down my fat storage warehouse. And so that <laughs> I was going to have to change my eating because I've been carrying around extra weight. Like I needed it or something. I might get hungry. I better have a few <laughs> extra cells or something. 
And so this idea of staying in shape, even physically, mm-hmm. means I've, I I had to change my eating. I cannot eat the same because it gets me to the same place I don't want to be. Right. And so the idea of being fit, um, it's funny because if you go to Hope Counseling SATX on Facebook, you're going to see my article on I'm shutting down my fat warehouse. And then I'm telling, uh, there's a second part in there where it talks about what I've had to do and the discipline. And one thing is that I I can never eat the same. Mm. I can never eat the same. And I have to repeat that to myself every day. I can never eat the same and get to my goal. Because if I eat my old way, Mm -hmm. I'm not getting to my goal. Yeah. And that's training, and that's principle. And you're saying something that we want, that I want to close with, that I think is really important. Sometimes guys in a recovery, or they start moving away from the things that have been been unhealthy, and just start engaging disciplines that are different, but don't have a clear vision of what they're aiming for. And so I think as we talk about this issue of sexual wholeness Mm -hmm. and integrity and living by God's design, it's important that you explore and have clarity of what that actually is so that then it makes sense why you're making all these changes, why you're doing these things. Because then on the days where you're like, I don't feel like it, you can pull out the vision and go, but wait a second, that's who I was made to be and that's where I want to go. And I'm going to train. So I have to do this today in order to get there. And so I think it it allows you, like when you're changing your eating habits, to realize I can still have joy on this journey when in in my gut, no pun intended, I want to eat that chocolate cake. Yeah. But I, uh, the goal that I have is higher of higher value to me than the momentary pleasure of that chocolate cake. Yes. And the same thing can be done with when you think about porn. Listen, the goal of being me, me being a man of integrity yes. and living faithfully by my creator's design has a higher value than me looking over here at this point. It's, it's so fun. if you want more help along this journey, please reach out to us. We've got lots of resources to help you with building these skills and upping your game. Uh, and we look forward to having you back here again next time on the Pure Sex Radio broadcast. Take care, listeners. Pure Sex Radio is paid for by Be Broken Ministries. Visit us online at puresexradio.com.